What's up, all you current and future parents out there? Matthew here, and I am excited to share with you today's wonderful home birth conversation. So right now, it is the week leading up to Father's Day 2020. And to celebrate, what I wanted to do was replay a really awesome conversation that Sarah and I had and published on the podcast back in January of this year. And that episode was called Helping Dads to Feel Confident, Peaceful, and Powerful About Birth. Now, I love this conversation because Sarah and I really put the spotlight on current and future dads. And we talked about how dads can show up powerfully in their roles. First of all, their role with themselves. And second, their role with their partner and their queen. So it's very fitting as we flow into Father's Day and I really, really think you're going to enjoy it. Before we get into the episode, we're going to hear a word from one of our awesome sponsors. And then once again, you're going to be listening to Helping Dads to Feel Confident, Peaceful, and Powerful About Birth. Happy Father's Day. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Hi. Welcome to the Doing It At Home podcast. I'm Sarah Bivens. And that's Matthew Bivens. (laughs) You always introduce me and then I say, what's up, mama? I usually, but I thought we'd switch it up today. So I looked at you like, speak into the microphone, but you didn't. So then... (laughs) I said your name. So, Maddie uh, Bivens. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. What's going on? Chilling. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. 2020. 2020. We've and done a lot of podcasting to, today. Yes. Today's a big podcasting day. Like a sixth, uh, fifth, fourth episode. This will be our second 
episode in a row, just you and you and me on the mic. Fourth recording today. Yeah, fourth recording today. But I mean, for doing it at home, this is the second week in a row of oh, just that's what you, you and mean. me, and that has not happened in a. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a birth story for you today. We have another cool conversation with Sarah and I. Yes, and I believe, we'll get into it in a second, but I believe this is will be a continuation of conversations because what I really want to do today is kind of pitch it, throw it out there, throw a, a few thoughts in the soup, and then I want to hear from you, listener, listeners, on what you think about it, your input, your experience, and then I see this growing. So this is kind of just cracking the door open on this, and I think it'll be cool. Well, we wanted to do more of this in 2020 anyway, so why not kick off the year with you and I doing what we do best? Yes, yes, yes. Before we do that, yes, looking right at your face. Before we do that, (laughs) make sure you're following us on all of the necessary platforms and places you do so, and make sure you check out Parents On Demand, the network that we are a part of. You can go to parentsondemand.com, and you can download the app for free, and you can listen to all the Parent On Demand Wow, words are hard. Parents on demand. You can listen to all the shows there from the app and all kinds of great content in there. Yeah. It, you know, it was really created mm-hmm. with the idea in mind to have a one-stop shop for parenting podcasts. And so that's us. That's shows on all sorts of things from preconception to parenting philosophies and mm-hmm. beyond. So shows for dads, shows yep. for moms. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what's cool is uh, you know, you don't have to search through the big old list right. on it iTunes. Right, that off, yeah. you know, this, your shoulders. Because that can be a lot. We're already researching a million things and reading yeah. a bunch of Amazon reviews on all sorts of stuff, so. So all these have been curated and they've been vetted, vetted with a yeah. stamp of approval. Yes, so do that. And then I mentioned following us, so that's the Instagrams, D-I-A-H podcast, Facebook, doing it at home, and all the links to this, including our private Facebook page, is in the show notes of any episode, so you can go check that out there. And check out the swag shop because we got new gear in there. We have a birth junkie shirt or tank or sweatshirt, whatever style you choose and different color options for you there as well. And we have a doula mug and a midwife mug on there, which is really cool cool for the doula or midwife in your life, in your world, or it could be yourself. Uh, Hashtag treat yourself. And uh, I'm really excited about those additions. And we still have the Have Babies Where You Make Them, a fan favorite, and the uh, let's talk home birth so those are still there as well but you know we're just diversifying a bit and you know when you do that you support us you support the show you keep it going and on so that we can continue to bring you great content we can plan out for more cool stuff to do on the show and yeah so we thank you for that yes we do okay let's do this thing so i think this is inspired by a a bunch of recent conversations and things just swirling and we want to focus on the papas the dads today or soon to be dads yes yeah so that yeah thank you so soon to be dads primarily actually in that stage but i think this can be relevant too for dads who either are new dads or you know just like it's it's very common to hear about on this show no matter where you're at in motherhood, you can always kind of reflect back and that can be helpful, whether that's uh, kind of grappling with things or choices that uh, you might be having some challenge with or some kind of a residual emotional stuff around. That can certainly apply for dads as well or help them the next time around, yeah. you know? So, but yes, thank you. It is kind of in that 
uh, preparing to be a dad phase that we're focusing on here a bit. Yeah. And, and you know, we'll also say it's dads and partners. Thank it's, you. Uh, yes, that was going to be my next point. This is basically an episode for the people who are supporting the birthing mom. Right. Right. And uh, that's, yeah. Right. So we will use dad and papa and partner interchangeably, um, but that's the individual in which we are speaking to. Birthing person, I guess. I birthing say. person, yes. Supporting yeah. the birthing person. And I, I think right now what I want to put out there is, because there's kind of two big pockets, two big buckets, I guess you could say, when it comes to the role, the responsibilities, the things dad might be brewing on. And that's one, just the birth choice itself. So whether that's where it is, what the vision is for the birth, and then how, who they can be and show up in the experience of birth. So kind of how to make those choices, how to, just like mom, just like birthing parent, to feel supported, feel informed, feel empowered, because you're a part of this thing. Like, mm -hmm. you're a part of the party. So even deciding where you are at in that, how active you want to be. So to kick it off, one thing that, comes up for me. I've seen this in, you know, some online platforms or, you know, like Facebook groups where mom wants to have a home birth. And it might not that, you know, for the purpose of the show, but it might just be wants to go about a certain birth route and dad's not on board and the kind of challenge that can emerge there. So what are some of your thoughts on that? That was me. Well, there you go. That's a great place to start. Yeah. So I, I think uh, one one partner wants to do one thing and the other partner wants to do the other thing. Right. So I think one of the first things that y'all do is you have a conversation. Sure. And you seek to understand why a person has certain feelings, you know, because once you understand where they're coming from, then I think that opens the door for you guys to have a really productive conversation. Sure. So if it's kind of two people who are entrenched and neither is willing to listen to or, or understand the other person, that's just a recipe for something going nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, you know, for, for us, when the home birth idea came to you and you were really moving that or, or thinking about that um, heavily, I was scared. You know what I mean? And I, and I was scared. And so it, it took me digging into what those fears were, you know, communicating what those fears were, really getting clear. Because it starts off as a feeling like, oh, I just, that doesn't feel, that no, I, I don't, I don't like that. But then underneath those feelings, there are some fears. And if you never address those fears, then those feelings aren't going to go away and it might be challenging to get on the same page. So, you know, addressing what those fears actually are. Right. Well, I'm afraid that if something goes wrong, meaning if there's some sort of emergency and let's say you start bleeding and we aren't in a hospital, then you could die. Right. And we could lose the baby. Right. Like that's getting real specific about mm -hmm. the fear that's creating the apprehension that's leading a person towards making or not making a decision. So I, I always I think that's a powerful space of and that's where you as you know, the partner could understand, try to understand where my what my fears are. And then it's my responsibility to share openly what those fears are and not be judgmental of myself, not feel pride and ego that. No, I don't have any fears. It's like, come on. That's why you're saying no is right. fear. <laughs> so if we're extracting some action items, let's say, through this process and this unfolding of the feelings, emotions, different thoughts, different desires for the birth experience, 
I think one good question to ask is which partner is fearful of a certain outcome. So where is each one coming from in terms of what they want? And then for the one that's coming from the place of fear, like you described, okay, what's underneath that fear? How do we best as possible address and minimize that fear? Because whatever route you want to go, anywhere you want to be, if there's fear present, that's going to have big impact. So we're talking regardless of location, you could still be bringing fear into any birth scenario. So for the partner, and you both might be dealing with fears, right? And you might go a little back and forth and you might seesaw with them and that's normal too. Uh, But how can we identify what the fears are, look underneath what some of that is, and now what do we put in place? What person do we need to reach out to? What conversation do we need to have? What book do we need to read? Whatever that is to inform, to dissolve some of that fear, inform, empower, and support to minimize that because that's not going to be helpful for birth, again, regardless of the location. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's birth, so you're probably going to have some fears going into it. Um, I personally believe that every papa to be, every partner to be, every supportive partner um, can be confident, powerful, and peaceful. Yeah. I believe that doesn't matter where you're coming from or what type of birth you're choosing or what how involved you want to be, right? Because people want to be involved at different levels. Yeah. Some, some, you know, papas want to be like super involved. And like, I want to go to all the meetings. I want to be there in the classes. I want to read the books and recommend the books for you. I want to catch a baby, right? Like they want to be super involved. Others just want to be hands off. Mm-hmm. I believe wherever you are in that spectrum, you can be confident, you can be peaceful, you can be powerful. And what you're saying, Sarah, looking at those fears and having the courage to look at them and dig into them, that is one of the ways that you can develop that confidence, peace, and power. And I believe that when the partner, you know, the, 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 the dad-to-be is confident, peaceful, and powerful, they help create an environment for a calm, comfortable, you know, amazing birth. Absolutely. And they help create the space for that. Mm-hmm. right because like i'm not going to be physically birthing your baby but i can create the space and i can hold the space for the best possible outcome mm-hmm. so dads to be have huge impact right and again regardless of what role you choose like for me i chose to play a really hands-on role that's mm-hmm. what i wanted but there's plenty of dads who don't want that and that's that's fine right that, that that's cool you still have impact over the environment and the space and the birth outcome. And so it's still important to be confident, peaceful, and powerful. Putting you on the spot a bit here, how would you recommend a dad to be kind of determine and figure out the extents of their role, the extent, excuse me, of their role? In no particular order, I think have some conversations with other dads and just to hear what yeah, other sure. roles they took, like what the options are, what the options are, meaning, you know, you might talk to a dad and you might hear that he was chilling in the back, eating a sandwich the whole time. Yeah. Or you might talk to a dad and they might say that they were right there catching baby. Or you might talk to a partner and, you know, they were really uh, their role was really about making sure the birth plan was upheld by the doctor and the medical staff. Right. Like. You got to understand what your options are, what the different role options are. So have conversations, you know, um, and then explore for yourself. Like, you know, use your imagination. Put yourself in in that delivery room or 
in your home or in the birthing center, wherever you guys want to have your baby, put yourself there and play through that process of going into labor and having baby. And what do you see for yourself? Like, what do you, do you see yourself, you know, massaging your, your baby mama's shoulders? Do you see yourself not in the room at all? Do you see yourself catching baby? Do you see yourself in the back? Whatever it is, where do you see yourself? And mm-hmm. I think, you know, those things can help you figure out the type of role that you want. And then once you kind of determine what that role is, like, do you feel confident in stepping up in that role? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you might say like, yeah, I really want to be hands-on, but I feel really unclear or I don't feel equipped. So then, okay, great. Now is a chance to ask your questions, read the books, go to the classes, talk to people, do whatever you need to do to feel that confident. So to reel it back, to answer your question, um, I would go talk to other dads or go talk to other partners who've been there. You know, go and think for yourself about what it is that you want to experience. And then talk to your partner too. Like talk to your baby mama. Yeah. Right? Like she might have an idea as to what she would like as well. And that might help you get clear as to the role that you ultimately want to play. Mm -hmm. So I would do those three things. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, one thing that comes up on the show a lot, and I experienced this personally as a woman and as a birthing person to have so many of my thoughts, ideas, beliefs around birth shift over the past five, six years. And to just see what birth can be when you hold a certain space for it. Like I've experienced that and we've talked to a bunch of moms who have experienced that. So you think about that, then think about how much bigger opportunity there is for men and fathers yeah. To have their codes reprogrammed, so to speak, yeah. around what birth can be. I think it's such a beautiful thing how that can shift because, I mean, if we go in with certain ideas about birth and we're the ones that are physically set up to do it, right? So I had some things in my mind and I knew my body could do this for many years or I knew my body was probably going to, you know, I'm in that zone or I was in that zone. I can't imagine and wouldn't fault you for not thinking about what birth would be like because it's not a present reality for you in terms of a physical experience. But now how can we now that we have the chance, you know, this being the couple that's now looking at this for themselves or the da- the dad to be who's looking at this for himself and going forward for how we instruct our children and future generations, how can we craft that story around birth and the the information that we share about it to be this normal physiological thing that men don't have to be frightened by because I think some of the big fear that comes in for men around birth is their Total lack of ability to control it and not saying in the bad way of like men trying to control everything, but that you can't do anything necessarily about it. You can't take it on from your partner. You can't change the outcome of it. You can't speed it along. Like that can be a helpless Mm -hmm. kind of feeling for a man, I imagine. And so how can we just uh, 
emphasize the normalcy of it and uh through through the women and other partners in a young man's family how can we you know just make it like anything else and that's something that he's going to be totally equipped for if he chooses that with his partner or partners or whatever that looks like and uh so to to broaden it from this thing of just empowering women to go into birth it's like empowering humanity to go into birth yeah like <clears throat> I, I know that prior to us getting pregnant um i had not been around babies i had not been around pregnant women i had never held a baby um uh, my exposure to birth and pregnancy was uh through tv through school when they taught us quote-unquote stuff about pregnancy and birth um I didn't really have close neighbors or close family members um, who had kids that I was around. So there was so much that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Just you don't know what you don't right, know. Right. Right. And that's why, you know, we wanted to create a resource like this podcast because there are people out there who are going to be more proactive than I was to discover things that they don't, they know. Like, I understand that I don't know this. And I understand that there's things that I don't know I don't know. So let me go and seek something out then maybe my eyes will be open. Yeah. So for for those uh, papas to be and and partners to be, it's like there's a there's a there's a I my hope is the soon to be mom who's listening to this or the friend who's listening to this can think in their mind of the dad to be that they can share this type of conversation with mm-hmm. like hey, if you thought about there might be things that you aren't even thinking about. Right, right. You know, and for example, one that's come up in a lot of our conversations on the podcast is how do I help support my pregnant wife or my pregnant you know partner like i don't even know how to support them Mm -hmm. because when you became pregnant there was all these changes (laughs) all these changes from the moment we 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 learned that we were pregnant from physiological sensation changes to food changes to all this and then as the trimesters marched on you needed to sleep in a different way Mm. and things started to hurt and so for me, as as your husband and partner and supporter, it's like I, I had to, on the fly, be constantly figuring out how I can best be in this role. Yeah. And we've heard from, from mamas where, like, their husbands are great at the beginning of the pregnancy, and then as the pregnancy goes on, the husband, like, doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to support you. You're getting more and more pregnant, and you have more and more needs, and more and more things hurt. I don't know how to support you. And we've heard from friends who say, like, they started to distance themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not what mama wants, right. to feel more distant from her partner. But I think a lot of it is just they don't know what to do. And if you maybe hear that that's a possibility beforehand, well, now as a dad-to-be, you can step in and say, okay, I get it that as this pregnancy progresses, things are going to be happening with my my wife and my partner that – I won't understand. I won't always know how to show up powerfully. Let me keep that in my mind so that I can maybe start asking a little bit more like, hey, is there anything I can do for you? Or maybe I can start being a little bit more proactive. In the past, maybe I wouldn't think to pick you up something special from the grocery store. But now, oh, yeah, I remember like stuff's changing. So she likes dark chocolate. Maybe I can get her dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like starting to evolve yourself because as a papa-to-be, you know, your partner is evolving Mm -hmm. and changing physically, but also, you know, metaphysically, emotionally. It's like, 
how can you evolve along the way so that you can continue to be that supportive person that you want to be through those nine months? Yeah. When, as you were talking about, you know, don't know how to support or I don't know, just, I just see this epic, you know, the emoji of the hands up by the shoulders, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that can be partners at times, like through the, through the whole experience. And, uh, let me ask you a question. Yes. If, okay. Put yourself back to being pregnant. Yes. Okay. Uh, seven months. Okay. You're fe- you've been feeling some of the physical things. Your belly's getting bigger, uh-huh. right? Let's say that I didn't know how to support you, or let's say that I just wasn't doing a great job according mm-hmm. to how you wanted to be supported. Mm-hmm. What question could I have asked you that could have opened the door for you to tell me? Would it have been like, how can I best support you? Or what do you need? Or like, what's the type of question that I could have asked mm. you that would have been a cool sort of question for me to ask at any point in time if I didn't know what what you needed or what I needed to do? I think it could could be a combination of certain things. So I, I love what you already said. You know, what do you need right now? How are you feeling right now? How could I support you right now? And then something for me, I'm sure other moms can relate to this. It's kind of like, it's like a love language kind of thing. But if you were to come in and say, I spoke to so-and-so, a friend of ours who has had babies. So knowing that you spoke to a mom or you maybe you called our midwife even or something like that. And they said X, Y, and Z. Would you like X, Y, and Z? Or could I do X, Y, and Z for you? It could have been anything. Like maybe I was having, um, my feet were swelling or something. And you were like, hey, I talked to so-and-so and and she said elevating her feet and actually icing them you know felt really great is that something I could do for you something in me and this is like pregnant or not that you like took time to either research or ask a person and get a firsthand account and now you're bringing back this information to me and seeking to apply it with me not only is like oh my gosh I feel so loved but it's like a (laughs) turn-on so uh of course any any of the various ways that you can basically just ask how are you or how could I help you? How could I serve you? And then some sort of a, uh, some sort of, oh my gosh, the word demonstration. Yes. Yes. Thank, thank you. Demonstration of proactivity is, is huge. Um, cool. So for, for the moms and moms to be who are listening to this, you might want to share that little segment mm. with your partner with your your dad to be or if you know somebody like share that with them right because us dads to be and, and us partners like we don't know right and you know let's say being that proactive type person just wasn't always in my nature you know i may not even be thinking about that mm-hmm. and you might be with your friend saying i feel like he's less and less supportive as his pregnancy goes on right like mm-hmm. that might be how you're feeling so all I'm wanting to do is to just drop a little bit of awareness into the mind of the dad-to-be or the partner-to-be mm-hmm. who isn't who isn't stepping up into that role the mm-hmm. way that they could or the way that their baby mama wants them to. Right. It's like, just if you just ask this one question once a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, once a day, how can I support you right now? Yeah. Or what do you need right now? And, you know... For both sides, I think there's opportunities to, like I'm thinking as the birthing person, as the pregnant person, there will probably be things that you won't fully understand. Oh, yeah. And so I believe if that. that's a problem for me that 
you don't fully get it or you won't get it, then that's going to bother me until I can work on releasing that expectation of you to like fully understand. And on the other side, for you, say you're having challenges like tell me, articulate it, or demonstrate to me what it is. And if you're not getting it, well, to maybe release that expectation as well, that I might not be able to articulate it fully to you, especially if it's my first time being pregnant, especially if I have my own fears and things that I'm working out. Uh, One, it was when you were talking kind of like two little topics ago of when when you first put out there, like the partner who doesn't know what to do or can't understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went running this past weekend. We go running every Saturday together. And for some reason this memory popped in my brain this past Saturday while running. And so now with you sharing it, it popped up again. So I want to share it. I was probably midway, maybe a little bit more than midway through pregnancy. And we were on that same run because we've done it for years now, every Saturday. And I don't know what it was. I just didn't want to run anymore in that moment. Like (laughs) my pregnant body was just like, the way I felt like I was articulating it, if I'm remembering correctly, I was saying it hurts. And you were like, what hurts? And I was like, I I don't know exactly what hurts. I don't even know if it's even pain necessarily that I'm feeling, but I don't want to be doing this right now. And I remember I started crying and you were like, what's, what's wrong? Like, how can I help? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and what it, you know, ended up being kind of was I just needed one of those bands. You know, I needed a more supportive top because I, my body could still run. It wasn't the type of thing where I realized it was, not a healthy thing, but it just, I wasn't comfortable. Like, hi, I had another human inside of me. So, you know, just being with patient with myself in the process. But I, I distinctly remember being on that run and being like, I just, it hurts. And you're like, what hurts? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, That's funny. But anyway, what I think would be cool to do now is kind of put out there to listeners, given that we've We've cracked this open pretty nicely. I'd say it's like the shell is open and the, yeah. the stuff is oozing out. Um, what what comes up for you with this conversation? What resonates? If there are follow-up questions that you have for us that you would like either to get from Matthew's perspective or our perspective kind of jointly from, from the experience of preparing for birth for, you know, the, the dad role. Uh, so if there's any follow-up questions, if there's things that you'd like us to dig into and like ask other dads about, you know, that you could kind of do Matthew, I think that would be super cool. Or if there are partners and dads listening to this, you know, cause either you listen to the show or your partner shared it with you to reach out. Yeah. So here's what I think, here's what I think we put out there. Calls okay. to action. Okay. So <clears throat> if you want Sarah and I to have more conversations about this type of thing, let us know what we could talk about. So maybe tell us what's going on in your relationship, in your situation, and we could talk about it. Cool. So for that, reach out to our general doing it at home email, which is hello at diahpodcast.com. Boom. If you want to talk to me as a father, as a man, as a person who's gone through the process and you know learned how to best support uh, my baby mama, um, if you are... If you want to talk to me, then reach out to me. My personal email address, you can reach me at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. Or if you're on Instagram, you can DM me because I'm, I'm all about the DMs, Matthew underscore Bivens. So those are two ways for, for you to reach out to me, whether you are a papa-to-be and you just want to talk, you want to get some perspective or insights, 
Um, or maybe you're a mama to be and you want to learn the best ways to connect with your papa to be or your partner to be, whatever it is. Um, if you want to reach out to me you know, personally, Matthew at MatthewBivens.com or Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram. Awesome. Yep. Cool. How are you feeling? It was great. I love this conversation. Yeah. Again, I truly, truly one. believe, yeah, every every papa to be, every partner to be can be confident, peaceful, powerful, and they have huge impact on the overall birth experience mm -hmm. that mama experiences. So I'm all about it. This is something that um, is a is a, a a new path, a new avenue that I'm I'm going down this year, being that that support, that source of um, support, uh, guidance, community, all of that for those particular people. So this is, I love, love talking about this. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. New in this way, but I mean, it's been who you've yeah. been being for a minute now. And just through the experiences that we've had in doing the podcast, doing it at home, it's been so magical to connect with all of the couples that we, whether it's we've been able to speak to both them in the interview or maybe we've had sidebar or we've reconnected mm -hmm. with, you know, families. It's just been so powerful. And, you know, you throughout there reaching out to you specifically, I'll throw out there as well for mamas who are seeking that further support and accountability in the experience of pregnancy, birth, beyond that's what I do as a yeah. balanced lifestyle coach. So to reach out, if you have questions or you want to get some feedback on any of that, you know, you can reach out to me, sarahbivens.com and connect there. And, um, yeah, like just email us. Yeah. You know, we're coaches. Yeah. Yes. But like, you could just get in touch with us yeah. and we can have a conversation. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just reach out, talk to, talk to us. We love talking. Obviously we could talk you're all ears off on this podcast and more so <laughs> all right well with that we will sign off thank you so much for being here hanging out listening to us we love and appreciate you all so much later peace Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved? Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.